0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Modern Money Smart Pod. Thanks to our sponsor, Aventus Systems, we're coming to you once again from the International Futures Industry Conference in Boca Raton, Florida. And today, we're joined by a very special guest. He's easily the best person to give us a comprehensive perspective on all the events of this week. He's Walt Lucan, the President and CEO of the Futures Industry Association. Walt, how you doing? John, great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you with us, Walt. We uh, we joked on the podcast yesterday that an event like this is more of a marathon than a sprint. You know, lots of speakers, lots of sessions, lots of informal gatherings. But we're kind of in the home stretch now here on day three, so we wanted to hear what your big takeaways are from the last few days.
1: Well, we recognize, and I warned the audience, you got to pace yourself, stay hydrated. You know, <laughs> make sure. It's a long week. But, um, you know, this is really the first time that our industry has been able to get together in almost three years as a community, as an executive part of our industry. Um, So there's been a, a lot of pent up demand to see each other. And there's a ton of excitement. It's not only the, the legacy players that are part of our membership, but a lot of newcomers in the crypto space, the technology space, exciting new developments in that area. That's going to really revolutionize our industry. It always, when new ideas come, they challenge the incumbents, but it's going to sharpen our, our competitive spirits, make everybody better, which we're thrilled about. So as an industry, I couldn't be happier.
0: What kind of feedback are you hearing from
1: participants? A lot of positive feedback. Again, uh, they're just so thrilled to be able to be out of cold weather states and nations <laughs> and come to Florida and see old friends. I mean, what I love about this industry, and you guys have been covering our industry a while, but it's a small, big industry. I mean, it feels like you know family, that we have honest conversations with each other. We have good discussions, oftentimes disagreements, but we're a family, you know, and that's how families work. So it's been a fun week, a lot of interesting things out there that are in development. I can't even think of of a period of time where there's been so many risks in the markets. You know, even before the Ukrainian invasion by Russia, you know, there was high interest rates, we have inflation, we had the sort of tailwinds of Brexit. We had, you know, just a variety of different things uh, impacting our markets and throw on top of that the volatility around around the Ukraine situation. So the good news is our markets have been incredibly resilient um, and have handled that risk and that volatility. So we're proud about that, but we're always looking for ways to make it even
0: better. Yeah, you mentioned the Ukraine situation. And, you know, one of the things we've been talking about all week, and I've kind of jokingly used the word bifurcation. I feel like if you would have asked me a month ago what the agenda at Boca would have been, it would have been all about crypto, cloud, technology. And then, yeah, the real world kind of stepped in and, and brought a second conversation topic. And so one of the things we've noticed is it's really kind of almost two tracks at the conference. Everyone we talked to is talking about one of those things or the other. So so what are your thoughts on how that's been kind of balanced this week? You know, one of the concepts that we're hearing, and it, part of
1: it is a culmination of the war, but is this idea of strategic autonomy. You know, and that's really about recognizing that the the globalization, you know, I was mentioning Thomas Friedman's book, The World is Flat, you know, that he he predicted that the world would globalize and, and logistics borders would go away. But the reality is that there are, are sovereigns and there are politics and there are things that are very disruptive to that, that view. And so we're seeing a pullback of that, you know, for a variety of reasons since the financial crisis, since you know, Brexit, obviously a big political decision. You saw with the Trump administration, this idea of of America first, but with the Russian situation, people are like, wait, do we have the ability to make chips? Do we have the ability to import nickel? Do we have the ability to do things that are strategically important to us? So to me, that's been a really sort of a light bulb that's come on that our markets have to figure out, you know, as global as we've been um, over the last, you know, 40, 50 years, Some of that's pulling back, and how do markets, cross-border transactions work in this new paradigm? So I think it's something that the markets are trying to figure out, but
0: also the political and regulatory system is trying to figure out as well. So, I mean, being here makes it obvious, and you've just touched on this too, but like what a big tent the clear derivatives industry is, lots of newcomers, but also lots of traditional finance. Can you talk about those dynamics and how, you know, that's kind of shaping the future of the industry? It was a, and this is just a small
1: anecdote, but uh, rumor is there was a sighting of Terry Duffy, the CEO of of CME, and Sam Bankman-Fried, the CEO of FTX, having a drink at at the bar at Palm Court uh, the other night.
0: I can confirm that rumor, Walt. They were they were right behind me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: But I mean, that that is you know again uh, one of the biggest, uh, most proud members of our FIA community with one of the newcomers, and that new blood and that mixing of tradition and best-in-class breed of a CME with the innovative ideas of FTX and and some of the other new entrants, to me, is incredibly exciting, and
0: I think there's just many, many good days ahead for us. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I've taken away from this week is just even the look and feel of Boca, because right there, you know, Terry Duffy and, you know, Sam, like, Totally different styles. You know, Sam, yeah. you know, excuse me. Terry is one of the sharpest dressers out there, and Sam is, we'll uh, just say, a little more casual yeah. <laughs> with his attire. So, when you look at the crowd, are you noticing that as well? As kind of a new laid-back look to Boca? Yeah, and I, I
1: declared Boca a tie-free zone. Um, <laughs> yeah, before coming down here, we appreciate yeah, that. Part of it was just setting the tone for what we, you know, we wanted serious discussions, but to do it in a, an environment that was comfortable and. And it's partly due to you know coming out of COVID and in the virtual world is we have to recognize that you know people are and I mentioned this society's just different you know and it's more casual, um and and this that promotes uh you know an innovative culture and a a way of making sure that people are comfortable and sharing ideas and so yeah there has been a definitely a different feel I'm always most curious to talk to the newbies to say what was your experience and you know how all these new apps are about user experience. Well, I'm test driving that this week. You know, how did you experience it? Was it useful to you? Because by and large, I, we've not heard many complaints. It seems to me that that community is like blown away by Boca for the same reason the traditional community has been blown away by Boca. It's just an incredibly efficient way to meet people, to find partners, to find innovative ways to, to improve your business. And that's what we try to do for our community.
0: Well, you know, Colin's a newbie here. I'll, I'll let him speak to his impressions. But I will have one complaint. It's my 10th year at Boca, and you guys could have done a little better job with the weather this week. Um, <laughs> come on. Where's the weather futures for yeah. this week? <laughs> well, I was,
1: I was going to tell Sam Bankman-Fried of FTX if they could sponsor Sunshine next year, yeah, that, right. uh, how much that would be worth. No, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, the hotel has gone through some major, major renovations. Michael Dell and his consortium investment firm bought the hotel three years ago. They've been making significant improvements to the hotel. We are the first major conference here uh, for the hotel since it's reopened. And there has been some things, unfortunately, they're still under construction. But by and large, our community has been very happy with the, the beautiful accommodations. And it's only going to get better for next year. So we're excited
0: by it. So after you catch your breath after this week, what's next? What's next for you in the FAA?
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot of projects we're working on. We, every year, have a strategic plan that we try to go through. You know, a lot of it is around keeping markets open and accessible for the industry, and whether that's making sure that Europe's capital markets continue to be developed, that people have access to those capital markets. Now that the UK is outside of, of Europe, um, you know, we're very busy in Asia and China making sure that those markets continue to develop. You know, One of the things with all the volatility recently and the high volumes, we want to make sure that the clearing and settlement system is resilient. And it is resilient. I mean, we went through March 2020 and post-crisis reforms, putting more things into clearing, held up very well. Um, but there were some backlogs, some things that we need to make sure that it's more seamless, more straight through. So we're working with the industry to develop standards, make sure that Exchanges can speak to each other. Whether there is a crisis, they can port positions away. And so FIA plays a critical role as a trade association to bring that consensus together. Uh, We have announced the formation of a standards body called D-MIST. It's a play on DEMYSTify, but the Derivatives Markets Institute for Standards. And the hope is that we can start to work with the industry, put some of those standards in there as open source. So the community and all the great technology people that you see down here they can start to build apps around that operating system that we do some very basic standards, behavioral standards, and then all this great technology can develop around it and hopefully even make that even more seamless. So these are some of the fun things that we're working on is very much keeping us busy. Well, thank you very much for your time and it's awesome to be back in Boca. Well, thank you so much. Smart Brief is just a great part of our community and we appreciate
0: you guys being down here. Thank you. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and colleagues and be sure to follow us on apple google spotify or wherever you get your podcasts you can also follow us on twitter where our handle is at modern money pod. and if you'd like a daily dose of modern money news delivered to your inbox head on over to smartbrief.com and sign up for the modern money smart brief the modern money smart pod is a production of smart brief a future company